0: Welcome everyone to episode 004 of the Journey A Meeting of the Minds. I'm your host, Kimberly Collins, also known as the Educated Natural. The title of this episode is What You Need in Case of an Emergency. At some point in life, an emergency will happen. Do you have what you need in case the unexpected occurs along your spiritual journey? In this episode, you will learn what main tools must always be in your emergency survival kit. Having the right equipment could be the determining factor as to who lives and who dies. So get ready, grab your pen and your paper, as I am about to take you on a journey. You are now tuned in to the journey of meeting of the minds, featuring your host and executive producer, Kimberly Collins the educated natural. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will Welcome everyone once again back to the journey of meeting of the minds. I hope you have enjoyed our previous episodes. We encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast and enjoy what we have said thus far. In this particular episode, episode 004, we have a question for you. And that question is, do you have what you need in case of an emergency? Now, we're not just talking about any old emergency. We're talking about something that definitely determines whether you live or whether you die. We're going to take a look at a particular scripture in the Bible. That scripture is Matthew the 25th chapter. Just in case you don't have your Bibles handy, I'm going to read those verses to you beginning at the first verse. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil and jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom The bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. That was Matthew, the 25th chapter of the first through the 13th verse. This is a very powerful message because each and every one of us at some point is going to face an emergency. My question today to you is, Are you ready for what's to come? When you look at your life, when you look at your own personal spiritual survival kit, are you ready, truly ready for what's to come? Think about that for a moment. Many are not ready in this day and age, but instead they are just now getting ready. The truth is, many of you have forgotten about the importance of being ye all so ready. This means we, as soon as we receive the information about our mission, instead of making sure every T is crossed and every I is dotted, we go somewhere, lollygag, Waste time and never do what we need to do in preparation for the levels of uncertainty we may face along our journey. This means instead of formulating our strategic plan of attack or survival, or let's say our winning plan, we go somewhere, sit down, and yes, some of us take a nap. Many of us spend entirely too much time playing video games, chatting on social media, hanging out in the mall, talking on the phone. Versus checking the status of our survival kits. There are many reasons why people lollygag. There are many reasons why people aren't taking this time and age seriously. But today I encourage you not to be getting ready, but to be ready. For you never know what could come at any given time moment. Let's break this thing down even further, shall we? Let's take a look at what's in your personal survival kit. Let me share a personal story with you really quickly. There was a time when my family and I lived in Louisiana for three years. If you know anything about Louisiana, you know hurricane season there is serious. It's nothing to play with. It is a very serious time. My family and I, once we were stationed there and settled in, we began to pack our survival kit just in case we had to evacuate the area due to a storm, due to a levee breach. Whatever the case may be, we had to be ready just in case we had to leave. There were certain essential items that my family and I had to have have in our survival kit. Most kits have water, flashlights, matches, a radio, food, blankets, bathroom items, shelter like a tent, or some sort of weapon. I don't think I need to break that down for you. This is just a few things that I could think of off the top of my head that was in our survival kit. However, many of you don't have even those things readily available. Think about it. Because you are not ready, your survival kit could possibly be completely empty. Or maybe you're the one that say, look, my survival kit isn't completely empty. However, it is low on supplies. Now, typically, whenever you have to depend on your survival kit, that means the world is in turmoil. Your area is being evacuated like I told you about living in Louisiana and every person is out for themselves. You can think about the history of Louisiana during the time of Katrina. All we saw throughout the news reports is everybody running rampant and all of the negative things that was taking place during that time and it became a time when everyone had to fend for themselves. You must also remember that there is this survival of the fittest mentality going on. The survival of the fittest. That's who's going to win this battle. That's who's going to survive. So ask yourself, what's in my survival kit? And am I prepared for what's to come? When it comes to a survival kit, you have to pay attention to the word survival. Everyone wants to live, but can you truly live if you don't have what you need, those tools, those essential things you need to survive? Think about it like this. You see, everybody wants to shine during this time in life, but not everybody has the right light bulb in their possession. What am I saying? I'm saying when you look at your life right now, when you look at the stage of social media or even television, you will notice everybody's trying to get their 15 minutes of fame, if it's that nowadays. Everybody wants to shine. Everybody wants to say, look, here I am. Look at me. But here is something I've learned throughout my Light. Many of those people that's at the center of attention don't have the right light bulb in their flashlight. So every time they try to shine, their light is quite dim. There are some people that say, look, my light bulb is correct. However, when they go to turn their flashlight on, they will notice that it won't work. There is no shine. Yes, the light bulb is good, but they don't have the right batteries. So guess what? They're still not gonna shine correctly in this day and age. Now, there are some that say, look, I have the right light bulb. My batteries are all good, but guess what? They don't know how to operate their own flashlight. Another sad case, correct? Some may have the right light bulb, the right batteries, and knowledge of their equipment, but are in the wrong place when it's their time to shine. How many people you know, or maybe you yourself say, look, I have all the pieces I need to be who God created me to be, but for some reason I'm out of position. Everything I keep trying just isn't working. I'm yelling at the top of my lungs, yet nobody's hearing me. Nobody's paying me any attention. In other words, these people talk a real good game. They look really good on the outside. They wear the title really well, whatever their title may be, especially if it's a title in ministry. But when it's time to fight, they are the first ones to run away. When it's their moment, they don't know how to handle the pressure. When it's time to enter in, they are off still collecting their supplies. When it's time to intercede for others, they are quick to focus the prayer on themselves. How many of you know people like that. But see, here is something I want you to realize, and I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I truly ready to shine? Am I truly prepared for what's to come? Because if the answer to either one of these questions is no, my sisters and brothers, you got work to do. You have no time right now for any more lollygagging. You have no more time for excuses, for you are in the ultimate fight of survival. Not just your own physical survival, but your spiritual survival is at hand as well. We must remember as children of the Most High God what our overall mission on this earth is. It's not for us to try and impress one another, outdo one another, or even talk bad about one another. If you want to take this thing even deeper, it's not even time for you to beg, borrow, or steal from one another. Our mission here on the earth is to be ready for when the bridegroom makes his appearance the moment of his arrival, we must be ready to enter in. You see, we are here to live a life that pleases him and prepares us to be ready for his arrival. A lot of you spend more time getting ready to go live on camera, whether it's through a Facebook live stream, Periscope live stream, YouTube video, entering into the gates of an event. You spend more time prepping for that moment than you are for the arrival of of the bridegroom. You see, that is your main mission here this day in age. But let's think about this. What are some things that many of us are doing instead? Some of us spend more time waiting in line for the new phone, hello somebody, groceries, shoes, etc., than we do preparing for the great day of our Lord and Savior's arrival. Come on, somebody. Let's take a look back at Matthew really quick. Let's focus our attention on verse 1 through 4. It tells us, at that time the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish one took out their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. Many of us, and I say us because I'm no different than you, I make mistakes and fall short of the glory of God every single day just like you do. But the difference is I know how to go back to the Father, ask for forgiveness. But when we look at this passage, I would like to say many of us are like those 10 versions. Some of us are wise, some of us are foolish. Some of us are prepared for what's to come and some are not. Some of us have what we need and some others are too busy looking for the hookup. How many of you know someone that's always saying, I got to find someone that works at this particular store so I can get a discount or basically so I can get a hookup. You see, in this particular passage, the lamp and the oil represents two essential tools that you must have in your toolkit if you want to survive this spiritual journey. The lamp represents the Word, the Word of God. The oil represents the Holy Spirit. Think about it like this. I can give you the word. I can give you a brand new Bible. I can tell you which scriptures pertain to whatever situation you're going through, but only God can give you the Holy Spirit. That's something no one on this earth can do. That's a special gift to us from God. So think about it. When you look at your spiritual survival kit, your emergency kit, if you will, what do you have? Do you have one or the other or both? Do you just have the word? Because I know some of you can run down scriptures like you wrote the Bible yourself. Some of you can get in churches, shout, praise God, be filled with the Holy Spirit, but don't know your word. Some of the other ones of us, you have both. Not only can you quote scripture, not only do you read your word, you have the gift of the Holy Spirit. So think about this. Are you really prepared? Do you have what you need in your emergency survival kit? We're going to go a little bit further. Let's take a look at verse 5. Verse 5 says, the bridegroom." Was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. Have you ever had to wait on someone and you waited and you waited, and then you found yourself getting tired to where you're saying, You know what? I'm just gonna take a nap really quick. Maybe by the time I wake up, they'll be here. Well, this is what happened to these virgins in this particular passage. They got tired of waiting on God, so they decided to go to sleep. The only people that should have been sleeping during this time were those that were prepared not just regularly prepared I'm talking about they were overly prepared but who falls asleep typically in these situations the ones that are not even close to being prepared the ones that think they have time to get themselves together these are the ones that are sleeping on the job these are the ones that's out there wasting time doing other things versus getting prepared for the unexpected ask yourself again am I prepared in this spiritual journey that I am on am I are ready for the bridegroom's arrival have i done everything that i need to do in case he arrives today This very second, am I ready for what's to come? Only you can answer that. I can't answer for you. I can only answer for myself. And I must tell you, every single day, I'm getting ready. I have my essential tools and I'm preparing for battle. But let's go deeper. Let's take a look now at verses six through nine, which say, At midnight, the cry rang out. Here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. Here we are. The alarm has sounded announcing the time of our pinnacle moment to shine and some of us are out of oil. Wow. You have an all access pass to see the bridegroom, the one you have waited on for so long and you thought so little of the opportunity that you arrived unprepared. Raise your hand if you know that's you. The moment of success arrived and you were not prepared. Let's jump out for just a moment to the business realm. Many of you right now have businesses that you are trying to get to that next level. You're trying to let the world know about your business. Yet when the moment comes for you to show up and shine, for you to give your elevator pitch about your business, your product or your service, you can't find the words. You have not prepared for this pinnacle moment in time. This is your moment to shine and you are not ready. And the moment other people see that you are not ready, they will immediately form within their mind an opinion about you, your products and your services because you represent your product and services. You are the figurehead for your organization and yet and still here you are at the moment to shine unprepared. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. See many of you expect someone else to give you their oil when you refuse to accept the oil given to you by God. Wow. You want someone like me to give you my anointing, to give you my Holy Spirit, when you yourself refuse to accept what God has already given you. I can't give you that. I can't give you what God has given to each and every one of us. Some things come directly from him. Some things are not humanly possible to formulate. However, you're looking to someone else to fill your oil. Mm -mm -mm. You have the word. Like I said earlier, many of you can quote scriptures like you wrote the Bible yourself, but not the precious oil. It is not in your possession. The Holy Spirit is not in you because you haven't activated that thing. You don't walk in that thing. But you can quote some scriptures. But I want you to truly and seriously ask yourself, am I truly ready for what's to come? If I don't have all the tools, if I have one or the other, am I truly ready? If you have your flashlight with no batteries, you're not ready. If you have batteries with no flashlight, you're not ready. You're going to need both of the things to work together. together to get you the light that you need in your situations and circumstances. So I want you to think about that. Are you ready for what's to come? And can you survive in case of an emergency? Think about that. But in the meantime, check this out. I believe each and every one of us has a story to tell. And now is the perfect time for you to share yours right here on the journey of meeting of the mind's We would love for you to come and share. All you have to do to be a featured guest is go to www.guest.thejourneymastermind.com for more information to see how you can be featured right here. Maybe you have a product or service that you would like to run an advertisement about. All you have to do is go to www.advertise.thejourneymastermind.com We look forward to hearing from you and we definitely look forward to seeing what God has done in your life. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast. If you really like what you heard, make sure you tell someone about it. Sharing is caring. Let's get back get back back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Journey of Meeting of the Minds. I'm your host, Kimberly Collins, also known as the Educated Natural. If you missed the first half, you have missed a treat. We're going to kick this thing right back off in Matthew, the 25th chapter, paying attention now to verses 10 through 13. And it says, But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Wow. Can you imagine? their feeling to go all the way to get oil, come all the way back just to find they cannot get in because the door is shut. How many of you ever had to wait on someone? I mean, you waited all day for them to come and pick you up. Well, while you were waiting, you decided that you were tired of waiting. You were going to take a nap. Before your nap though, you weren't completely dressed. Maybe your makeup wasn't complete. Maybe your hair wasn't completely done. And so you decided, uh, I'll set an alarm. I'll wake up a little bit later and completely get ready for the event for their arrival. You went to sleep, missed your alarm just to be woken up by that person that you were originally waiting on knocking at your door. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I have. You open the door completely unprepared. They look at you. You look at them. You say, give me 15 minutes and I'll be ready to go. Well, guess what? That person does not wait on you. They jump in their car. They take off and they leave you there. How do you feel now? You feel a little bit irritated. You may feel a little bit upset, but you can't be upset at the person that came to pick you up because you were the one that was not ready. See, this is the scenario here in the Bible in Matthew. 25 verses 10 through 13. They knew they were waiting on Jesus, but they were not prepared for his arrival. As a result, the door was shut. You see, whether you want to face it or not, Jesus is coming back one day. No, we don't know when, but our job is to be ready when he does. You have to understand that the only ones that are going to be on the other side of that door are the wise, the ones that are ready to enter in. Those that have both the lamp and the oil, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. These are the people that will enter in to be with God. Those that don't, will not. If you don't have your oil, if you don't have your lamp, my friends, you will be on the outside of the door. So like I've asked you earlier, I'll ask you again. Are you truly ready for what's to come? Only you can answer that. Are you ready for God's arrival? Are you ready to enter into the gates? Are you ready for the banquet? Have you prepared at this moment of your life to say, yes, I am ready to enter in? Let's continue on. Let's take a look at verses 11 through 13. It says, Later the others also came, Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch because you don't know the day or the hour. There they are banging on the door, hoping that God will show them grace and mercy to open it up unto them. But he did them like he's going to do a lot of us. He's going to say, I don't know you. Can you imagine the feeling to prepare halfway for the biggest event of your life? And when it occurs, you get there just to realize you can't enter in. Didn't matter how much you prepared. Didn't matter how much you know. If the host of the event does not know you, you cannot enter in. Those foolish virgins had the opportunity of a lifetime and they blew it because they did not check, then recheck to make sure their survival kit was up to par, to make sure their survival kit was ready, meaning they had everything they needed for that pinnacle moment. They didn't do their due diligence. In this day and age, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want you to, Be unprepared. When God gives you a mission in life, don't wait, don't delay. Get everything in order like you should as his child because you trusting and believing that the day is going to come when he is going to return and he is going to want to open the door to you you're going to want to enter in but in order to enter in you have to have the right things in your survival kit if you don't know how to handle an emergency in life if you're not prepared for what's to come you're going to be left here on the outside of the door I don't want to see that happen to you so take the time now get ready now be ready when the time arrives because if you continue to wait till later you're going to be too late your later is going to be too late. You don't know when the bridegroom is going to return. So get ready now or you'll end up on the wrong side of the door. I'm telling you now, if you don't know how to survive during the moments it's time for you to get up and get ready and fight, my friends, you're going to end up lost on the battlefield. I don't want to see that happen to you. Take the time now. Prepare now. Get everything you need in your emergency kit. But above all, make sure you have have your lamp and your oil, your word and the Holy Spirit. Together, they can break down barriers. Together, they're going to allow you to enter in where those without it cannot. You have the secret weapon. You have the key to enter in. But don't wait too late. Don't wait till the last minute thinking you still have time, hoping that someone will give you some of what they have to tide you over. It will not happen. Make sure you and yours are prepared for the great day when the bridegroom returns. Make sure you're prepared for your pinnacle moment of success. When it's time for you to show and prove, whether it's in life, in business, or during your spiritual walk, make sure you are ready. And it can't be said that you waited too late. Until the next time God allows us to meet, I pray that you stay blessed, continue to be a blessing to others, and until the very next time, enjoy your journey.